Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Susan Raymond from Stay Fit Studios out of Roseville, Michigan. What's going on, Susan? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I am doing good. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. I'm excited to have you on your first podcast. Thank you for trusting me to, um, you know, be your first podcast host. Um, but I appreciate it. So let's not waste any time getting into the nitty gritty here. Um, how did you get started? What is it that made you get started with owning your own fitness facility? Well, there was two things. One thing I had a heart attack and I needed two stents in my heart. I knew I needed to stay healthy and fit. So I had to do something to change my lifestyle. That's food and exercise. And I was a young person. I was only 39 when this happened. Second is there was a, a drug building, a building where it was infested with people who were selling and dealing with drugs yeah. right next to my job, right next to my business. I have a, an accounting business. So I went to the landlord and I, I usually used to rent the parking lot in that facility. And I said, I couldn't rent that area because of this situation, he said, for the money I was giving him, I can have the whole building. I just, I'm like, well, what am I going to do with, with a big building? I already have a, I already have my own building. I don't need another building. And my husband said, well, think of something, you know, you're pretty creative. Think of something. I'm like, well, I always wanted to do something for our community, something that serves a purpose. That's good that people would like to go to. And I'm like, well, I always wanted my own yoga, yoga and Zumba studio. He's like, well, there you go. You got a whole building. <laughs> that was just the start of it because, um, well, you need permits and you need updated things. Yeah. That building wasn't free. That building cost me about 20000 in updates because you can't just, everything had to be ADA approved. Um, you couldn't, you know, the electric wasn't good. Everything, it was just... At the end, it was amazing. From what it was to what it is right now, it is a beautiful building. At first, when you when you came into that building, you could smell the drugs and the pot and the beer. And <laughs> it's just an improvement. It's beautiful. Awesome, awesome. Now, I would love for you to give the okay. listeners your own elevator pitch of Stay Fit Studios and the services that you guys offer. Uh-oh, what happened? One second. Sorry about that. Jigsaw click okay. playing yeah, no worries. Yeah, my daughter's right next to me. <laughs> there you go. Hi. <laughs> I'm just here for technical support. <laughs> no worries. We could definitely chop this out as well, so I could edit. You ready? I'm ready. I'm okay, so sorry. Perfect, perfect. No, you're good. Okay, so awesome. Now, I would love for you to give the listeners your own elevator pitch of Stay Fit Studios and the services that you guys offer. Stay Fit Studio is a family-owned business. Uh, we offer yoga and Zumba. Um, we are, we are, we are, our goal, is, our mission probably is to keep you stay, you know, fit and healthy. And then um, what else? <laughs> Just uh, to have fun and enjoy exercise. You know, before when I, when I 
when people would say exercise, it's like, no, thank you. I am not interested. I want yeah. people to incorporate fitness as a, as, as if you were eating lunch or dinner. This is something you have to do every day for an hour to make you, to live a better, to live healthy, to, yeah. to live, to wake up and not feel so, not feel, you know, that blah, blush, you know, you feel, I want you to feel Energetic. Good. When you get up energetic energetic you're ready to do your job you're ready to be, play with your kids or with you you know just do be it, it really changes your mood too you know exercise makes you feel good about yourself you know it just it elevates that mood in your brain so something i didn't i didn't have as a child but i want everyone to have that as a whether it's your children whether it's you you start somewhere just right. start somewhere Right, right. Having a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. a healthy lifestyle is super important. A lot of people um, get turned away from working because are working out, you know, being going to the gym just because um, they feel like they don't have time or they feel like, you know, it's a sprint. You know, they work out so hard for only a couple months and then they stop again. Um, so so it's really important to look at it as a lifestyle a way of life. Um, awesome. So you're offering quite a few different types of group training classes from yoga to Zumba. Um, you know, that leads me to my next question about how many members are you currently serving right now? We used to have 75. Now we have about 30, about 25 to 30 people yeah. that are, you know, that are repetitive. They keep coming back. I always tell people that not to give up on on the training, you know, like working out because it takes about a month for your body to get used to something. Mm -hmm. Now I know it hurts when you first start, but after a month, you know, your body incorporates that. It looks forward for you to work out. Yeah, yeah. And, and it really hurts your body. You, you know, during COVID, it really when people weren't working out, they could feel it because your body, like, becomes. It hurts when you don't don't do it you know it's so used to it. it's like a time clock it's used to that working out every day mm -hmm. so you know i i always tell people that keep going if you can't go to the gym start walking with your kids or do something that's yeah. just start with 10 minutes then within a week or two do 15 minutes you know you keep on going to till you hit that goal of an hour and then um your body you know so your body gets used to working definitely. out definitely so so you're sitting at about 35 members right now obviously covid you know put a big damper on a lot of gym memberships um but i do always like to ask is 35 members a, a, a number where you want to stop at or are you trying no, to i would like right to, i would like to um at least get 100 yeah 100 is a is a good you know that's because of the how small our gym is 100 is a at, at, at this point we need 100 people yeah um, i'll eventually probably move from that facility to another facility because i'd like to increase you know our our membership even better or even the size of the facility uh, the facility yes yeah yeah, yeah and i think the the statistic is for every thousand square foot of workout space you could hold about a hundred members usually so definitely room to grow um and since you are wanting to see you know some new faces help some more people um what are you kind of doing actively right now to aid that growth process um i do a lot of i do a lot for our community like every saturday we do a free 
Zuma class to see if you want to try something. On your Saturday is the best day to try your our programs, whether it's yeah. yoga or Zumba. And um, it's offered, it's been eight years, we offer those classes, you can come in at nine o'clock, which people don't like to wake up that early, but you get to work out with our one of our instructors, she's wonderful. And you, you get to cut calories, work out and stay healthy by doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, so I agree word of mouth and, you know, being active in the community is huge, right? It's huge to, to, to create that, that base membership that you have, which is why you've been able to be around for eight years. You know, you have people who support you that believe in, in you and the concept that you're providing at your gym. Um, have you ever tried anything like paid advertising, Facebook ads, Instagram I ads? I do off. I do advertise a little bit on Facebook. I have tried the newspaper. It didn't work out. Yeah. Um, I word of mouth is a lot. It's more <laughs> word of mouth more than anything else. Right. I I love. I would love to have a perfect advertising slogan, but it just hasn't worked out for us at yeah. this moment. Okay. Eventually, okay. who knows what the future holds for for us. Yeah. Right, right. And I would say the same, you know, you know, word of mouth, um, it just proves the proof of product that you have, right? The fact that you have members that are willing to invite, um, you know, friends, family to come into your gym. Um, the hard thing, the bad thing about it is it's hard to make a, a game plan for growth based off word of mouth, right? It's hard to track those numbers because although, let's say this past month, or let's say for January, you were able to get 10 new members in through the door, um, you can't look at February, March, and April and plan to continue, you know, that steady stream of growth to get another 10 members each month for the coming months. Um, definitely. But when you did just try paid advertising, did you do it yourself or did you hire like a team to do it for you? I did it myself. I did. I was so new at it. Yeah. It's like I, I tried. I also did a radio. I'm, I forgot about that. I, also tried to advertise through a radio. Uh, the guy that I did it with, I don't think he played our, our he, took, he took our money basically. He didn't play our commercials as much as he should have, you know? And I'm now I'm like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> we don't yeah, yeah. Even with the whole marketing thing, I, I, first of all, I commend you for doing it on your own. Um, you know, we talked about having to wear all the hats, sometimes even stuff you didn't sign up for. Um, that, that was my story as well. I, I didn't plan on ever running ads on Facebook or anything like that. And I started in 2016. And it definitely took me a year of losing money before I really figured out how to uh, market correctly, how to, you know, present an offer that people click on online, um, and so forth. But but the good thing is about Facebook ads and Instagram ads is it's really been a huge game changer for gym owners because at the end of the day, it's just, you know, an extra tool in your repertoire, right? Something that you could choose to use or choose to not. Um, but if you do figure out the correct way to market to your angle for marketing, the type of member you're looking for, how to target them on ads, um, it, it's, a, it's crazy. It's a game changer. Like I know gym owners that are able to bring in um, 20 new members a month consistently on a consistent basis and the ad the same ad they could use for over a year so it's really like turning it on and off like you know it, it kind of kind of crazy to see um but awesome so so how many clients do 
I know you said you're at a point where you'd like to to grow a little more right now, double your membership, get get up to that hundred mark. Um, how many clients do you think you could hypothetically handle? Do you think you need to hire more team members to facilitate the growth? Um, I think we need to hire a, a little bit more uh, team members because we need everybody needs a break, everybody needs a vacation, yep. so we need that extra. Right now, we can't find any employees because they still have that fear of COVID. Um, but we can handle it. It's just it'd be extra helpful if we had those team members with us. You know, mm -hmm. I did hire somebody last um, week because I have a young lady who's having a baby. So eventually she's not going to be able to teach, you know, after at a certain point. And so I need at least three more people I'd like to hire for. And I'd like to offer more programs in our facility, you know, so we need extra people, extra employees for that. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. So, so now a question that I do like to ask here, just because I think it's a good way for you to reflect on the past years that you've been a gym owner. Um, but what was something that was more difficult than, it, than you expected when it came to, you know, running your own business, running a, a gym facility? I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to hire an instructor. I didn't know the license, you know, you have, you need special licenses for the music, the, you have, when you hire someone, they have to be certified. You need, um, you need a certain insurances. So I didn't know how to do it at first, but now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm my, on top of the game where before I didn't know what I was doing. Like, yeah. how do you find a Zumba instructor? How do you find a yoga <laughs> instructor? Well, you know, I mean, I think that's a very common story. You know, a lot of gym owners get into gym ownership with a passion for helping people, changing lives, and they kind of forget that there's this whole, um, you know, business side of things that they have to be good at as well, where they have to be able to, you know, market, drive revenue, um, hire and train, and, you know, be a good leader for their team as well. Um, so, you know, it's good that that you learn though, right? Because you you made it to this point. So it obviously you've grown and, and you've learned over the years. So that is something, um, you know, to be proud about as well. Um, well, now I just asked for accreditation where before I didn't know what that was about. Now you, we, when we say this person is certified in Zumba or certified in yoga, we have their accreditation, which is something a lot of gym studios don't honor but you should because um if somebody gets hurt you're putting your your basically your reputation on the line because yeah, you yeah, said yeah. you hired that person with an accredited accreditation and if they come in and want to see it we have it on, on on the spot you know i agree i agree so tell me a little bit about you know your client journey what's um your sales process for let's say you do get an interested lead someone who is you know um they, they see your facility let's say from a newspaper from a radio ad um and they walk into your facility what's your process to turning them into a paid member well i I've, the first thing is if they want to try a class we offer a free class um if let's say they paid for that first class i always say well this eight dollar you know i have a i have a punch card which is let's see five classes for 35 dollars uh 10 classes for 60 
and 20 classes for 110. I would just say that $8, you know, $8 is the drop. And I would say I can put it towards your membership. If you buy that, if you buy that punch card, I can just add it towards your, or I give them a free class or something, you know, just to make, make up for what is, you know, lucrative for them, what they, what they want to, what they want out of being a member in our studio. And who does the selling currently? Do you have like a, a front desk person, a sales associate? Is that something that, that you do yourself? It's usually me, myself. Usually you yourself. Awesome. Would you want to get to a point eventually um, to where you have a team that, you know, does the sales for you? Or is that something that, um, you know, you find value in partaking in yourself? I find value in doing it myself, but sometimes, you know, we all cannot be there every day at every moment. So I would like eventually to hire an assistant to help me out. I do have a yoga teacher that does it in the morning for me. He helps me when he can, but eventually I probably will expand and hire someone else. Awesome. 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 Cool. So, so another question that I do like to ask here, just so you know, I could, I could kind of see what your idea of a perfect business is, but if you could wave a magic wand here, essentially, and have your business be in the perfect position um, that you want it, um, what would that look like to you? Um, let me see. When, how do I say, I don't know. Just, um, just wake up in the morning. I would go and do my job and offer our classes, make sure everything goes smoothly. And then in the afternoon, I close up because I have a morning class and then an, and then an, and a night class and then go back to my work and then come back in the at night and start redo the same thing, do back my routine. Awesome. Awesome. And what, what do you think is like the biggest bottleneck that you're facing right now with your business? What's, you know, kind of holding you back to get to that point of growth that you want? Um, you know, and so forth. I would probably say employees. I need my employees. I am willing to hire any anyone that wants to work. I'm we're kind of desperate for employees right now, but you have to be accredited. Right, so. right. And, and sometimes trainers could be fickle too, right? It's hard to find people who have the same you know, passion for what you have going on, have the same values, hold the same standards that you have for your business. Um, so that's always a battle within its own. Um, cool. But I did want to touch a little bit on the, you know, different types of services that you offer. You mentioned wanting to add more types of, of group classes, group training classes. Um, are you doing just yoga and Zumba right now at this point? Yes, we used to do pound and that was wonderful. We loved okay. it. Um, I, she's a teacher right now and she had to, she's working, you know, she's dealing with COVID and all that. So the woman that used to be our instructor can't do it at this time, but I'm sure she said once everything gets back to routine, she'll come back and, and um, start teaching for us. Um, I'd like to offer Tabata or, or bar, you know, just, I, there's other programs I'd like I'm I'm looking into that I'd like to offer for our community awesome awesome have you ever thought of diving a little more into the private training aspect as well in your facility or you know semi-private um, for your members we do offer that with yoga we do one-on-one -on -one with yoga and okay. um, and 
we have amazing yoga teachers that offer that and we have that right now we do offer that private session with them how does that go or how does that you know work for you does do your a lot of members enjoy or partake in the private training or from when you notice are, are most of them just focused on or interested in that group training aspect um we have about eight members that do that um okay. at first some of our members were a little bit not hesitant about trying it but now they love it they yeah they like that working one-on-one -on -one with the instructor. Right, right. That's what I always try to tell people, right, it is, of course, you don't want to look at your members as a cash cow or something to, you know, keep trying to shove into private training or have them pay for all these different services. But at least um, 20 to 30 percent of, of your members, and in your case, eight out of, what, 35, which is about 20 to 30 percent, um, not only have the money for better service, but would like to pay for, you know, having a private trainer, something more personalized. Um, so if it's something that you could offer at your facility, it just, you know, makes it all that much better for you. It gives you, you know, options to pull members from group training and put them in private training and, um, you know, makes you more valuable to them, them more valuable to you and so forth. Yeah, sometimes like when, when we have our class, you know, not everybody shows up to class, you know, mm -hmm. one or two people show up. I'm always saying to them, well, now you have this instructor all to yourself. You should try that one-on-one -on -one with her. And that's when, how we get people to do the private training with the, you know, once they get hooked, they want to do it with that instructor. Well, one -on -one. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off at all. Uh, yeah. I mean, I agree though. Part of, um, you know, being a successful well or just a well-rounded gym owner is having a process for ascending clients through these services right i mean you offer things group training semi-private private training and you know it's a, a skill and something that you that would be super beneficial to any gym owner if they have a system to pull their members from group training to you know maybe semi-private to private training plus nutrition and accountability um you know and, and it just makes it all that much more room for you to grow from within too right because you don't always have to quadruple your membership in order to you know continue growing um there is ways to to grow from within your facility as well um do you do anything have you thought about offering any nutrition or accountability at any no. point no one of my yoga yoga uh, instructors she's a nurse so okay. we're talking about nutrition yeah. in that aspect and um we eventually want to do that by the end of, by December, we want to start talking to people about what their goal is, if they want to lose weight, if they want to eat better, you know, nutrition is, it's not just about a diet. Again, exercise and eating healthy is a lifestyle. Yeah. Today, even though you ate bad today, tomorrow is a better day. There's 24 hours in a day. You can change your life. Tomorrow you say, well, tomorrow is a better day. I'm going to eat better. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to incorporate in our business is that tomorrow is a better day of eating healthy. Start your life. Start eating healthy. Eat, um, exercise. It is all part of what makes your life, you know, more energetic, more. It's just it, it makes your day. You start you start with a healthy lifestyle. Your whole day is healthy. Your whole day is happy you know your mood is better you yeah. sleep better mm -hmm. you know i know when i don't i eat junk i i can't sleep that night i'm not 
I, I, you know, it's like, it makes me insomnia. I yeah. have that insomnia. I'm just not, I'm restless. It's just, like I said, every day is a better day. You know, every day you do better. The next day you just do better. That's, that's how, it, how I look at life. Awesome. Awesome. So we know, you know, what you want for your business now, right? Um, we know you have a passion for your members, for changing lives, for helping people. Um, but what is it that you want from your business now? Um, what's that big picture for you that, you know, not maybe not your why, but what is it that you want your business to give back to you? Um, well, I would like it. I would like to, um, well, we have a goal in, by August is to have, I'd like to give back more to our community. We used to be able to do that with fundraisers. We can't do that because of COVID that limited us. Yeah. I would like to go back to helping our community. And one way of helping our community is I'd like to offer that class that we used to have, which is, um, it was every, every Wednesday, every, twice a month, we offer to uh, a free class or based on donation, if they even wanted to donate for people who are suffering with cancer, they, we offer them uh, like a meditation, yoga, you know, it was a mind and body spirit. It was through holy yoga is for people who were dealing with, with cancer and the, that the adverse, the stuff that was going on in their life. I'd like to go back to that and offer it again. Um, again, we had somebody that was specialized in that. We may have one by August and I'm hoping we get back to that we give back to our community in that, in that aspect, you know? I love it. I love it. And, and it's all a pendulum, right? It, it takes, you know, for you to be able to grow in order to give back to the community more, get more members, change more lives, um, you know, to be able to put these programs on, add more classes. Um, so I love it. I love it. But perfect. Perfect. I think that's a, uh, a great place to start to wrap things up on this episode, Susan. But before we do sign out of here, please give a shout out to your website, social media pages, um, just so the listeners could find some more info on you and your gym. So you can find our, um, our webpage is um, www.facebook.com slash studios with an S. And um, you will find us there um we do have a what is that page the wix page but we have to update it i haven't updated it in a bit but i do have a stay fit studio page and then um that's basically it i'm i hope i said it right I, my tongue was tongue-tied today i've been you know yes you guys we appreciate it susan raymond from stay fit studios out of Roseville, Michigan. Make sure you guys check them out. And we absolutely appreciate your time today, Susan. Look forward to seeing what you could accomplish down the road. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Um, as for the listeners, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us, talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, 
Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Welcome back to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we dive into the trenches with gym owners and talk the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I am your host, Austin Montero, joined today by Tyrone Rucker of CrossFit Lacertis down in Mechanicsville, Virginia. Tyrone, how are you, man? Doing well. Doing well. It's Monday. <laughs> they like savings. Back on the grind. Back on the grind yeah. after, after a nice weekend here. CrossFit Open just ended. Tyrone owns a, a CrossFit down there in Virginia. So let's start, man. What, what made you choose CrossFit? I feel like with CrossFit, what made, you, what made you choose that some seven years ago? Um, honestly, so I, I, got into, I got into fitness. I got my certification through NASM. Back in, I want to say like 2013, 2014-ish, um, just after I finished a master's degree. And uh, so um, I got my PT. People always ask me to train them. And uh, I um, so I was personal trainer for a year. Like my, my objective when I started this position as a personal trainer, I was like, one, I want to see if I can um, be successful. Two, possibly meet someone that could parlay this into, a, you know, open up my own gym. Um, and three, just to... Um, see you know see you know um see how well i do you know so um and it's funny like i, I actually managed to i was probably like the number two trainer and i was only part-time um and then i met my partner um who had like four years of crossfit experience yep. um so i had my level one and the way i kind of trained like it wasn't crossfit but it wasn't like your traditional bodybuilding like for me i would um you know, I, I wouldn't lift the heaviest, so I would keep it like moderate weight, but I would like superset a lot of my movements with like functional things. So like I might do like a, a 225 deadlift and then go into like a 48 inch box jump, you know. Um, so, you know, kept it functional. Um, I believed in all body weight. I probably did, you know, 10 to uh, probably 30 pull-ups a day, you know, strict pull-ups, no, no kidding. I didn't know about that at the time. Right. Um, so, you know, so fast forward, you know, met my partner. I linked with it. I knew a guy back home. I'm from South Jersey, Philadelphia area. So um, I still have some ties back then. So I, I knew a guy that could help us kind of get a gym started. He had the CrossFit experience. And then I got my level one. Um, and I learned a lot. You know, it was just, it was just one of those models where the business models where it's, I feel like it's one of the lower barriers to entry, you know, as far as like cost is concerned, right? Like, um, I, 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 it's funny. I remember seeing that, that uh, interview with, um, on uh what was that was it 60 minutes with um i'm tripping it was the uh the, with glassman yeah with glassman yeah and you know the, the guy was asking him you know so people just pay you a thousand bucks and you know you they can open up their own gym and he was like yeah he was like it's a lot better he's like it's um he's like yeah we put them through you know a whole weekend workshop where we you know they review a lot of all the movements and then they can open up their own affiliate they were, he was like it's a lot better than spending 30 100 bucks for an online certification and then you know trying to open up your own studio um and never ever having to demonstrate the movements or anything so um I, and i like so so i like crossfit just because it was based around functional fitness um it was um it was also one of those um i feel like honestly man like when I took my level one, like, I was like, damn, like, all right, I've seen people do, you know, bench press 315, but if you ask them to run a mile, you know, 
it's probably gonna take him 15 minutes, right? Oh yeah. Versus in CrossFit, I've seen a guy bench press two, you know, 315, but also can run a mile in six minutes, you know, and I'm like, I wanna be that fit, you know. Um, and more people can, you know, like it's one of those things where it covers all modalities of fitness, right? Um, and that's what I'm big on. Um, and so that's one of the reasons I, I liked it. And I also like the class aspect, right? It's almost like a when I when I kind of pitch it to newbies, I always tell them like it's a it's a hybrid of personal training and group training, right? You get the benefits of having a coach every class you come to, right? All you got to do is show up. You got a coach. You got a different workout, and then you got the community. And I always tell people like you know everyone has been in your shoes at some point in time, you know when they walk into the gym, and it's just one of those things where it's like people are like you really, and I'm like yeah really, you know. And then you start giving examples, but you know it's one of those things where it's just like. Um, I feel like it was, um, and, and I know see, people make it seem like a cult, but it truly is an inclusive environment when, you know, when you walk into, when, you, when, you, when someone walks into the gym and really gives it a shot, like you, you learn a lot about yourself. You're able to kind of, you know, push yourself. And there's so much to learn that it's almost like, you know, <laughs> you can't you can't run out of things to learn and get better at, right? Um, oh, for sure. So oh, for sure. For that's, sure. that's one of the um, the reasons I, I, I um went with CrossFit and um, just, you know, not, and, and not being closed-minded because most people that outside of that CrossFit, you know, community, are, they are like, oh, that's crazy. I, I honestly didn't know a lot about it. My partner kind of brought me up to speed and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, like um, with the kipping pull-ups, you know, I'm like, well, I do strict. I'm like, you know, um, so, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, I didn't like, I'm, I'm more open-minded anyway. Like I'm not a closed-minded individual. Like I, like I believe CrossFit isn't, isn't the, the end all be all for everyone, right? Like every fitness modality works for someone if you're consistent, right. point blank period, right? But CrossFit, I feel like challenges you on so many different levels that it'll kind of keep you keep you um, in, intrigued and engaged and without, you know, getting boring, right? So. Yeah, a thousand percent, man. I agree totally. Like uh, definitely uh, is not boring. There's always something new to learn, you know, that's for sure. Like uh, you know, especially if we're doing the more advanced movements, like, you know, the snatch and the handstand walk. And now it's the wall climb seems to kind of replace the handstand push up a little bit. So like, yeah. And I like what you said, Tyrone, with the, uh, like the low barrier to entry for like wanting to open an affiliate. Like, you know, when we're young and like, we don't have a lot of capital, we can't go open like a gold gym. Like, you know, not 99.99% of us where cross, I remember my affiliate fee was 500 bucks and I got grandfathered in there forever. It's like, yeah. if you start a certain time, you get, I, I know it's higher now, but like yeah. at that point in time, it was like not even a question. You know, it's like, well, you get the name, people know the names, so like yeah, why the heck not? And you sell the freedom to do what you want. Like you can, exactly. I was on the website, you guys, I, I saw your programming a little bit. Um, we'll get into that in a sec. Let me just write that down. I want to get back to that. Cause I do think that makes a big difference in the gym. Um, giving you the freedom to like, obviously, program the way you want, run it, run the gym the way you want, uh, under the moniker name of, of CrossFit. Um, tell me about like how you chose, <clears throat> excuse me, your, your actual physical location. As I like to say, like the bricks and sticks of your, of your business, the gym. I know with CrossFit, we need like obviously high ceilings. We need ample parking, yeah. like running space. That's very unique to like really, uh, any kind of gym space, you know, I'm trying to figure yeah. out how are the gym spaces that need everything that we need. So, what did that process look like for you guys? Was it uh, easy? Was it hard finding a space? I know we talked a little bit before uh, you just moved, right, recently? Yeah. So, yes. uh, talk about the new space, I guess. So the new space is is um, is, is, is an upgrade 
from our old space. Um, it's actually it's funny. I've been looking at this new space since like 2018. I think it's, it was vacant for like nine years. Um, but it has the. It's funny. At my old at my old facility, we had about uh, 15. I would say 15 feet ceilings. Mm-hmm. Now the new facility, we have like a section of it that's 15 feet, then a section that's 20 feet. So we can get in our, you know, it might be more than 20 feet because we can get our 20 foot uh, rope climbs in. Um, it also has a- AC. <laughs> so, you know, oh, you get into, you yeah, uh, you got AC. Um, we also have like a bonus back area that I've made like a mini box um, version. So it's like 1300 square feet, like extra space where I can do other group Um classes and like we do some non-crossfit classes back there or some people do some accessory work we have sleds back there um a little a wall rig you know with a couple pull-up bars so um and then we have like full showers like we have two men a men and women's locker room full showers and then we have like three to four stalls back there um and so it's a pretty cool facility like my members love it because the the ac right you don't get that in most boxes my other box it was hotter, you know, at the gym than it was outside a lot of times. Um, yeah. And in Virginia, it gets humid. So they they love that um, aspect of it. Um, and then we got a nice little sound system that it had like speakers already in it. So I added like two Bose speakers. So like, you know, we're doing a watch and stuff like it's, you know, pretty loud and uh, crisp sound. But um, but yeah, it, it, it has basically everything we need, um, you know, so. It looks good. I saw it on the website. It looks pretty yeah. clean and crisp and uh, yeah, definitely 2022 CrossFit, man. You know, it's not 2010 anymore. You can't yeah. play with what we used to get away with. So yeah, yeah. AC part is cool. I imagine in Virginia, I know it gets hot where I am and you're like 500 miles at least south of me, probably more. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah July, those July, August workouts are nasty, yeah. you know, in the, in the garage, yeah. if you will. So yeah, I'm sure the members <laughs> definitely appreciate the AC if, if you want to turn it on and use it for yeah. sure. Yeah, and my, and my fault, I, and I, I know I kind of skipped over the, like, the process. I mean, like, the process basically, you know, you're looking for vacant, you know, uh, basically warehouse spaces, right? And, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking, I, you know, you, you come across certain things. And most of the time, like, you, you get way more than you need, right? And the cost per square foot is low, but, I mean, if, you, if you're sp- playing for 50,000 square feet, it's, you know, it's going to cost you a lot. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, you know that whole process is riding around from different properties, noticing. You know, we we didn't we didn't really work with a realtor. Like we we contacted a couple uh, places, um, and you know they showed us and they told us well this would you could build it out, you could do this, and you know all that cost. So, um, you know, ideally, like with this space, it was like, hey, as is, we can improve what we need to improve. Um, and, I, and it really we really didn't have to. I really didn't have to add too much to it. Um, you know, I, I like protected the walls i put up like some wood fake wood panels for handstand walks yep. uh you know handstand push-ups uh some targets so but um i got a, a member that owns one one of the biggest paint companies in the area so he we bartered a membership for him to paint the gym so you know like that's what it looked like i said it looks pretty cool um and but yeah that whole process man like i i literally was moving all the stars like stars into the oh yeah trailer you know uh, myself so uh, but yeah it's definitely a process, man, and something like, like I said before, as I was talking to you, like, I just re- remembered how unique it is to just a CrossFit gym owner, like, you know, everything we need, like, as far as a uh, facility, you know, like, yeah, yeah. see, we yeah. owned, uh, you know, the parking and the running piece and the high ceilings, you don't need that in every kind of gym, like, or personal yeah. you don't need that yeah. any, really, so that's yeah. very unique, man. I just remember, I, I moved seven times in nine years, my gyms, like, so, uh, really? <laughs> and, and, yeah, it's not by, uh, 
most by necessity. I'll tell you a quick story. One time, uh, I thought it was in our end spot, like, yo, happy as a clam and all that stuff, like big space, gym was rocking. Landlord emails me one day. He's like, hey, Austin, I can't, uh, I can't collect rent anymore. I'm out. He just, the guy just left. He went AWOL, disappeared. Um, I'll make the story really quick. Disappeared, and he basically couldn't collect rent. He went bankrupt, I guess. Something, something crazy happened to him. Oh, wow. uh, and just like left town, like legit overnight. So like <laughs> the bank, takes the gym over, yada, yada, yada. I mean, not the gym, the bank takes the building over. And then uh, we're just pretty much rolling there for a year. Um, and I will tell you the truth. We didn't pay rent for one year. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> but there was like, uh, the roof was like collapsing. You know, it was an old warehouse. But there was black mold and the bank would not replace this. So then uh, we ended up having to settle with that, but knowing we'd have to move. So we moved again to a brand new space that was the, the final, the final space, if you will. But uh, so yeah, I know very well the having to find all these places and what you have to deal with and look for. And I think it's an interesting part of the journey. That's all. So thanks for sharing that, man. And uh, so let's dive into the gym. So CrossFit Lacertus, what is, what is the bread and butter? Tyrone, is it the group classes, bread and butter of your service? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, yeah. Okay. Group classes. Yeah. So group class we have, we do a little personal training, right? Yeah, so I would say group classes, then next will be personal training. Um, so I have a couple athletes that I personally train one-on-one, and then um, the rest of that is made up of on-ramps. So any newbies that sign up, you know, we do four on-ramp sessions. Um, and, and then I do have, like, a nutrition coach that I work with. Um, and basically, I give her um, – she's actually – she's about to start coaching for me because she's really a really good coach. Um, but uh, – Basically, I work with her company. Um, I, you know, I, I went through like the healthy step nutrition yeah. um, and had her be a coach there. And then, um, you know, she was like, well, I kind of I can kind of do it on my own, you know. And I was like, you know what, let's put more money in your pocket. Like for me, like like I don't make a lot of money, but like I'm able to kind of provide that service for my members. So, yeah. you know, that keeps them more engaged. And so that, that's been a big help. Like, I mean, she probably has about I would say five to seven clients, give or take. Um, so, um, and you know, she just had her first kid. And like, like I said, it was, it was one of those things where like, I wasn't making a ton of money, you know, through the, the other way. So it was like, you know, what? she has her own company. Let me just partner with her. I'll get a low percentage and yeah. let her, you know, hopefully put some more money in her pocket and help her service these clients and you know, help. And at the end of the day, like our goal is to help these members get to their goal. Right. And sure. you know, start you know eating healthier um and so it's been good it's been good um she's um she's pretty she's pretty good and like i said she's got that itch and so she's about to start back uh coaching for for us uh um good, good. yeah so nutrition coaching yep that's awesome yeah it's, it's hard to uh been speaking to a lot of gym owners lately it's been hard to find we'll say good coaches or yeah. coaches that are good fit so when we do have that that's obviously so worthwhile and so the value is tremendous to us as owners and you know and to help them too, like to help them succeed is a, a big part of what we do. So like, it's cool to hear that you're able to do both those things there and just at the end of the day, serve more people. Right. Yep. So we got, so we know, so Tyrone, you're basically your offer, like to get new members, not to get new members to get started is the on-ramp program. Let's back up one quick sec. What have you guys done over the seven years to, to market, to get new members, to acquire new members, anything that's worked well, like, uh, Obviously, word of mouth is probably good and with CrossFit and like yeah. the referral program. Uh, anything else like uh, have you ever done paid advertising or Groupon or even like um, 
direct mail. Some people have done direct mail I've heard lately. And what have you guys done? Yeah, we, we've, it's funny. We started out with a Groupon. We, we started out, I, I would say probably most gym owners make the mistake of giving discounts from the jump, right? And, 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 and honestly, this kind of isn't bad, but you know, most, most gym owners, like we gave like a founding membership, you know, discount 25% off for the life of your membership. And so the first, we did like for the first 50 members or something, you know? Um, so that was one of the things Then we had like a Groupon. So then you would have people sign up for the, you know, discount, then Groupon after that. So, um, but the most, I guess the most successful strategy was I had worked with a marketing agency um, and uh, it, it wasn't even one of the big ones. Um, it was uh, a smaller one. One of the guys I didn't really vibe with, but um, their team overall, like was really good. They, they gave us like sales training and between they gave, gave me a script. But basically we did one of those, you know, six week challenges. You sign them up for, um, it was like 500 bucks. Right. And if you hit your goal, you know, you get back a percent, you get back your money or typically I basically what I did, I had to apply to the a six month membership or whatever they signed up for. Right. Um, and do like, I think I signed up like 48 people over like a 60, six week span. Um, and the reason I had to stop, was because of one of my, like my, my first like coach hire, yeah. uh, he is funny. He became a maid, like the favorite coach, but people used to make fun of him at first. You know, when you get a new coach, like they're like, ah, no, we don't want this. You know, who's this? Da, da, da. Right. And by the time, by the time he had ended up leaving for California. Um, and uh, when he left, like I had to start coaching more. So I couldn't do the interviews and, you know, sign people up. Um, sure. but that was the most successful one. Um, and then I tried a, a couple more with a couple of different other agencies that weren't as successful. Um, and um, then recently I worked with a company to kind of help me. Um, I, I basically, they basically ran some ads for me. Um, and I, I like people wouldn't show up. I think it was like a 50% show rate um, and people would sign up. I don't know, my, my offer, everything was kind of off. Like, so I just kind of cut it off. Um, but, you know, um, but I, like, I, I've, I've ran Facebook ads myself. Um, I've, I've kind of learned all of that. I've learned all the tools that they use. So, um, I, so, but that, that was the most successful one that the six week challenge, most of the time, the challenges are more, are really successful. People just love challenges. Right. Um, and, and that's funny. We recently ran an internal one and we had like 36 people sign up. It wasn't much. I charged like 50 bucks. It was for like a body composition challenge. And this one we did was a little different. The reason this was, I think, more successful, we had like coaches draft teams. We did it randomly, but every coach had a team of, you know, five people that, and we all participated. And I mean, like, dude, we put on like, I think we put on like 50 or 60 pounds of muscle overall total and lost like, I think like um, 70 pounds of fat within that six week time span. And, and all we did was like, we had them, I use uh, Mayhem programming. I don't know yep. if I can say that. Yep. Um, but I use Mayhem programming. They give you a lot of like extra accessory work, extra workouts. Right. And so, you know, the goal with the challenge was to kind of just encourage people to kind of dial in on their on their eating, but not even really eating, but just dial in on their fitness and get in these extra workouts. So we had, you know, extra points for an extra workout this week, extra points for, we had like a weekly challenge. We did like a hundred calories on the bike, a hundred calories skate. Um, so I would say challenges have been the most successful uh, for whatever reason, people just love to do a challenge that helps them kind of lock in. And it, it'll probably be something we do internally, like every quarter. Like they were like, hey, yep. we need to do six weeks on, six weeks off. Um, 
and uh, you know, we'll tweak it a little bit, but that that was pretty successful. Um, but I got to figure out how to either start running some more ads um, on my, you know, my own. Um, but I probably need to hire a VA or something to manage the, you know, texting and stuff like that. But my challenge has been the most success of getting people in. Um, yeah, that's, that's good to know. I mean, yeah, like you said, everybody loves a challenge. And what did you find best around, like, say, say I just finished the challenge. Say I just finished the challenge at your gym. Would I get just go right into regular class or did you make the challenge part of the regular class? How did that look? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. With that woman, I had to get like really creative and like you said, and that's one of the benefits of CrossFit. Like, it's not like you're stuck in this pigeonhole where, you know, because typically, you know, I got I got 48 new people coming in straight off the street. Yeah. So I, I literally had to basically have make a scale version of our CrossFit classes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was enough people where my coaches, the way I kind of, I kind of, like, I scaled it to the point where if we were doing, like, a snatch, I would have the the challenge folks doing like a cardio base, like we would do stuff on a rower, right? Where they're doing like for 15 minutes, we're doing some rowing sprints or whatever. Um, or little, little, little imams where it'd be like, you know, some goblet squats or some dumbbell snatches. Yeah. Um, just to, you know, get them, keep them moving. And man, it, it, so that's how it worked. And then like after the challenge six weeks, like most of them were crushing the workout. So a lot of them kind of transitioned into CrossFit classes. Right. And, uh, and then, you know, um, some of them kind of weren't ready for the process, so we still kept those classes going. But I mean, we still would have, you know, a nice, we still had a nice little crew of, um, you know, challengers after the fact that typically stayed on for at least six months um, before they kind of, you know, okay. started to leave. Yeah, that's good. So let's see, let's dive into that. So like, uh, that's always the challenge, right? We're keeping our members, uh, I guess we'll say engaged and keeping them longer. What does that look like for you guys? What have you done to keep members engaged? Do you guys do events or like, I know you brought up the, the texting part earlier. Is there a way to communicate with them that's worked well for you? Um, how do you keep your members engaged best? Um, honestly, I, 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 don't, I think that's one of my weaknesses. So I, I think, especially with the, and I don't want to make the excuse of the pandemic, but that has like put a, a halt to a lot of social events, right? You got some people that don't mind, you know, some people like they're still a little on the fence. Yeah. Um, but honestly, this challenge has been like the, ch the different challenges that I've done internally have been the best way to keep them engaged. Um, and so what the, the plan going forward, and I've done this, but I haven't been consistent with it. Um, I've done like two brain um, yep. mentoring. Sure. And, um, you know, they talk about having those um setting having those goal sessions right so um one of my younger coaches he's um he talked about hey yeah we need to do these sessions I'm like yeah I, I have it on my agenda I, I just haven't had the capacity to like roll it out so I think that's the the next step for me is start um doing these 30 you know set doing these goal sessions goal setting sessions where we're kind of reviewing what they've done the past three to six months and, you know, bright spots, you know, then things they still want to work on. Um, and, you know, with the open, like the open's over, like now everyone's like, hey, I need to get a pull up now. I need to get a muscle up. Right. 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 So we're probably going to, you know, do some workshops um, and, you know, to try to get them some more assistance, some more help training from the coaches that, you know, we have on staff. So, um, yeah, I like that. I like the uh, definitely like the goal setting sessions. I think like you know we're obviously in the fitness business but we're also in that coaching business and like uh yeah. accountability business too yeah. and with yeah. the community business so it's all it's a massive part of it and that's something we bring that's unique uh that other gyms don't you know so like yeah. I, I love that idea for sure tyrone you just brought up the open so we got to talk about it because it's a big part of crossfit 
uh, the third week just ended. So when this podcast does get released in a few weeks, it's I don't, I don't know when the quarterfinals are, but uh, third week just ended. How'd you guys do it this year? Did you do a Friday Night Lights thing, or did you just have like a, was it Thursday now? How, how does it work for you guys here? No, we did we did Friday Night Lights, um, and uh, so we normally do Friday Night Lights. Yeah, you know, have people sign up for heats. Um, I normally buy like. I started years ago, like buying uh, banchan wings. I don't know if you guys have banchan up there. No, no. It's, it's, it's like a Korean fried chicken. Uh, <laughs> they, they used to be a lot bigger, but they have like this. They have two different sauces. Anyway, they like my members loved it, and so they're like, "Yeah, you need to get it every every Friday night light." So, yep. you know, order wings, and we, you know, we do heats. Sometimes we'll have a coach's heat. Like week two, we had a coach's heat. Um, and, you know, it was, it was pretty cool just for having members just watch us and cheer us on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and so that that's what we did. And that that was pretty successful. You know, it was, it was right after the challenge. So it was like perfect, you know, like. Oh, perfect. Um, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was it was good. Yeah. So we did Friday Night Lights and, um, you know, things, things went pretty well. Um, so and uh, I think it's better now that it's three weeks as opposed to back in the day when it was like six absolutely dude yeah. like yeah. you know like people lose that engagement you know oh, people yeah. get a little bored a little tired or especially if it's a you know most of our gyms are full of you know the general population so, like these are athletes that you know once you a couple of the workouts they're not gonna be able to do so if you get a, a, a too difficult workout too early like they might tap out early oh, you know true yeah and so yeah I, I do like the format now. Like, I feel like they're getting back to pre, I would say, what, 2018, where, you know, like, it was, like, inclusive to all fitness clubs. Like, you know, I, I feel like the Open should be where all athletes could do, where most athletes can do the largest version, right? And then you'll have, you know, once you get to the quarterfinals, then you can add the, yeah, yeah, turn it up, you know. But I, I remember, man, having one year, there was one year that, uh, you know, they were like, well, the scale is still like, all right, it's like, you know, I'm not doing this and I'm not signing up, you know, so, yeah. um, you know, but it, I, it, it was a success this year. Like, we didn't have a lot of people sign up, sign up, but we still had a lot of people participate and, um, yeah. and you know, that's what it's about, you know. 100%, yeah, no, it's a great opportunity to just build, uh, you know, more engagement in your club. And I think, I think it, I know it helps retention. Like we used to track the yeah. open peace and people that competed peace you know even if it's just for fun like I always saw people, those people stay for years you know I remembered not to not to drag on the open a bit but 2011 to not to date myself with the first open there the computer crashed for CrossFit like week one uh, I'm not sure if you remember this but uh so we had to do you had three weeks to do week one so it became like an eight week <laughs> open so it was like and those <laughs> workout was like double yeah, under, like sure. 75 pound those double unders and like 75 pound power snatch they've repeated it like three or four times since then but uh yeah it was ridiculous so like it was that was way too long so yeah three weeks nice and tight people can keep their attention there are movements that pretty much most folks can do or scale which is which is great at the end of the day so yeah i love the i love the shorter version too i think it's all good for us uh so we talked about the open we talked about kind of that your the club uh what are we doing now? I know we do a nutrition, uh, Tyrone. You talked about your coach who runs that program. Do you guys sell merch? Do we do supplements? Uh, what's like the hot supplement you're selling? Is it, do you do protein or anything like that? Or um, I don't know. I'm, I'm bad. Like, so I do, I do merch. I do. I typically yeah. do pre-airs. We just did. Um, I know it's funny. This is like my first like oh, nice, color, uh, yeah. color for like shirt. They got tired of my black and blue. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I do sell merch. Um, but I'm not, I haven't done a lot with supplements. I've had a couple companies reach out to me. Um, yeah. 
and and I'm not like anti-supplement. Like I'll give you kind of like my perspective, and and it's kind of like across the board. Like even with fitness, right? Like I'm not a big belt guy, right? But I do know Olympic lifters wear belts, so I'm not gonna say they don't help. You know, I'm just big on being able to kind of support yourself, right? Um, which you know, engaging your core the right way and knowing how to support yourself doing most movements, right? Um, and so with supplements, like I'm really wary of like if I don't know. Uh, if it's too many ingredients it's like ah you know what is what are we putting in our body so um i really promote like supplements that i take you know so like i have grown i feel like where i'm um if we froze up are we no, there? Good. yeah we're good there. i got you i got your back we're good uh, so so as I as I as I get I guess older and more mature, I realize that you know like I do need um, I do need uh, certain supplements to you know help me get right. the rest and recovery I need. So I do promote like like I take like Organifi like uh, green juice, gold. Yeah. Um, part of my night routine, I take magnesium and uh, Organifi gold. Um, yeah. And then I take this protein by Leroy. It used to be by Leroy. I think it's by what's the name of the company um they got bought out by someone but it has like it's a collagen protein that has three ingredients in it right it's like i don't have any fillers you know typically yeah. the whey protein has all those fillers in it. you're like bloated yeah it's so like you know that's the stuff i promote um i've had a couple companies reach out to me and like first form and your um right. company just recently reached out to me and set up something for me but um i don't know i, I i'm i'm like I'm weird about that. I'm, I'm probably a bad businessman because of it. Cause I probably could push it on people. But for me, like if I, if I can't really like give a testimony on how, you know, I'm taking it, like, I don't want to be pushing it to my members. So like I said, I typically push the, the supplements I take um, and, you know, kind of go from there. So. Yeah. It makes sense, man. Yeah. You got to have the conviction. Like you got to believe in it, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's hard to yeah. It's, I can sell anything that I don't want to use the word sell, but. Yeah. yeah, I would feel the same way. If I didn't feel strongly about something, I wouldn't put it for my members, especially when it comes to health. You know, it's the most important thing that we have, you know? So I agree totally, man. Where's your, um, so we're not coaching as much as we used to anymore, which is, I think, a good thing and a yeah. sign of a healthy uh, healthy business, if you will. Where's your main focus, like, uh, right now, like today? Obviously not doing, obviously we're doing a podcast. So regardless yeah. of the podcast, yeah. day-to-day yeah. basis right now, what's your day look like normally? What's your main focus right now on? So trying, so trying to, um, trying to put some systems in place where I can, um, generate leads and, and nurture leads, um, yeah. better. So like I, I recently invested in like the high level platform that everyone uses. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but basically all these text messages, if you ever get any text messages from different companies, they more than likely using a high level. Right. So like I, I've invested in different marketing groups and stuff like that, just to kind of, cause I want to see, I want to see what's behind the curtain. Right. right. Um, and you know, even if I don't do it myself, like I, I don't mind paying someone for convenience. Right. But I don't want to overpay or I don't, you know, for stuff that I can do or set up, sure, um, sure. you know, do automation. So that that's where I'm at with it now, like trying to put those systems in place where um, I'm handling that piece as far as the lead generation, lead nurturing, um, and also just keeping in contact with my current members, right? A little more, like keeping them engaged, set, setting up those different cadences where, you know, we're, we're meeting with them every quarter, setting up, you know, doing a goal session review or something like that. Um, 
I think that's the next step for me. Um, and um, like I said, just kind of fine tuning those processes and making it more um, consistent, right? Where, um, because for me, like my, my, my thing is like, I'm, I'm pretty good at closing people as far as like, you know, getting people to sign up. It's just like, I just don't get enough people in the gym, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, um, so that that's really my, my focus. Um, and also like delegating some tasks to my coaches that have the time to help or want to help. Um, that's my biggest, that's one of my biggest, I guess, flaws just because I'm not saying I'm a control freak. It's just like, I have trust issues. I've had coaches that have, you know, haven't been the greatest coaches. Oh, yeah. You know, you know how it is. Oh, just, I got you know, it. I got you. Yeah. I got so, you. you know, it's just one of those, plus I'm one of those, it's one of those things where I don't want to like uh, put too much on someone and like, you know, so I, I my, my management style is like, I, you know, if we agree to something now, like I just don't assume next month it's the same. Like I always try to check in like, hey, Austin, we're still good with this. You know, like it's not going to be like, hey, Austin, I told you this last month. You were good with it last month. You should be good with it now. You know, like I, I don't do that to people. So um, that that's that's one of the things I'm working on doing uh, just because like now I do have a lot more time um, and uh, I need to put those systems in place because you know how it is like. I could lose two, three coaches, and I'm I'm back out on the floor, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. you made a lot of good points there, I man. I I agree totally. Like you know, basically, be becoming the CEO or being the CEO of the business. You know, stepping yes. back, taking taking a step back from the coaching piece, which is very uh, energy draining. You know, I usually have this rule: like if you coached one hour on the floor. It's like three hours of, uh, we'll say, office work or something like yeah. that. So yep. You're yep. coaching 25 hours. You're, co you're working 75 hours. You're, you're dead. Like, you're, yeah. not, you're not good for anything else, really. I know I was. I, and, like, don't even, not, don't even talk about working out. Like, that's, like, yeah. you know, a whole other thing on top of that. But. It, it's funny you say that, right? So, like, it's now, like, even with my coaches, like, I don't let them coach more than two classes in a row. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, I, no. you know, like, and they're, like, someone like, yeah, no, I can do it. I'm, like, no, like, you can't, like, do, like, I just know how much it takes from, you know, like, and by the time you get to your third, fourth class, like that member's only getting 40% of which, yeah. you know, and maybe, so, you know, yeah, ex exactly. You know, so it's just like, I do like, I'm conscious of that. Like I have coaches like, nah, I could do this. I'm like, I'm like, nah, we're good here. You know, like I, I don't even debate them. And we're like, look, we're going to do, do two classes here. We'll have one person come in, you know? Um, and it just shakes like for me, you know, my experience with, with coaches, you know, in the past, I've had a coach just coach the whole day, you know, or coach, you know, and, and, you know, one members get, you know, used to coaches. So they'll come into certain classes that they like or certain coaches that they like. And so like with like recently, like with my new staff, like I do, I shake it up. Like I literally like have, I, I, I do not as much because now we're in the system. Like I have, I have good coaches. I feel like, they're reliable. I don't have to worry about it too much, but you know, just to avoid that, like people having their favorites, I would shake up like, you know, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you might have a different coach for the new class. And, uh, but you know, cause you want to be at a point where for me, it's all about like, I used to have members that would only come to certain classes because ex coach was coaching. Right? right now I do like, now I'm at a point where like the coaches, people come to any and every class they want to just, be, and it doesn't matter who's coaching it. And that's how it should be. Right. Uh, you know, all the coaches bring a different, different flavor but they're not you know but they're all doing um they're all putting the, the um members or athletes in a position to get better right I had, I had one member he was he told me he was he's one of my funny he's like one of my biggest cheerleaders and I we kind of adopted him from or we got him from another gym that had closed during the pandemic and uh you know he we, we just I challenged him a lot um 
but he he shows up right and he's like he um was like, sorry about that that's right yeah. um yeah, but he 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 um that was i getting to um yeah one of your coaches no, he coaches yeah so he, he told me he's like he's like honestly man, i love it he was like because he's like i always get he's like i get something from you know joe i get something from Lindsay. i get something from Sal. i get something from you something different you know that you know i may have not seen or another coach you know may have not seen or you know so um I, you know, I, and I haven't had any complaints about any of my coaches in over a year. Right. So, um, yeah. So they're, thing, they're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a hard thing. Uh, managing a community of people, you know, <laughs> over people. It's like conflicts going to come up, you know, like yep. social issues are going to come up, if you will. We'll, we'll leave it at that. But like, you know, yeah. like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Things happen yeah, in a tight knit community that is, is totally normal. And like, human nature but it's things we have to deal with from a ownership standpoint you know yep. and not let it cause a rift or a problem in our gym so uh that's a yeah. that's a probably 10 hour long podcast if we want to go there but but uh yeah man i like that some really good ideas of where uh your focus is now i love that what is everyone what's like your nobody ever asked me this when i own my gym so i'm gonna ask you man what is like your i guess we'll say your end goal your end game for the business is it to what is that like if somebody asked me that in 2017, I don't know what I would have said. Yeah. I, it's funny. I, I've actually been thinking about that. Yeah. Um, it, it, so, I, you know, my new facility, I, I signed like a five-year lease. So yeah. Yeah. We're going into, I think, year three. So, you know, I got, I told myself, like, I got three years to really figure out what's the the next, you know, goal or what, what's what's the next move, right? Am I going to stay in this business? Am I going to sell it? Um, I mean, cause you, you know, like there's been times like just, just dealing with like shit, this past month, man, we, we've dealt with a lot. Like we've had a community, we've had suicide within our community, um, a son. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, like you said, managing coaches and, and members and, you know, it, like it takes a lot. Um, and like at one point I'm like, dude, like what the hell is going on? You know, um, is this a part of me, you know, is this like my, a part of growth, you know, just, it comes with the territory, yeah. um, you know, do I, do I have the bandwidth to deal with this? Um, so I, I really like just trying to figure out if I want to, you know, I've thought about, do I stay with CrossFit? You know, I can still do CrossFit, but just de-affiliate, um, and, you know, branch off into some other things. Um, so I, I, I honestly like, so in, in a perfect world, right. I, I would say I will probably be because I'm, I'm still not doing this full time. I work full time, too. Oh. So, right. So All right. in a perfect in a perfect world, I would the gym will be at a point where it's generating enough revenue to kind of replace my current income. Yep. Um, and I could do this full time um, where I could, you know, put a put a lot more energy into it um, full time and kind of take it to another level because I feel like we're at a point where we're we're really about to grow um and um so that that you know depending on how much we grow is probably going to determine my next move as far as you know the next three years um because you I mean you 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 wrote Jim so you know how how taxing it can be um and I, I'm in it now by myself so it's all on me right um but I'm still also responsible for six other coaches, you know, and a hundred members. And, um, you know, it, it's more than coaching, right? It, it's your counselor, your, you know, sometimes a pastor, you know, uh, a lot. It, it's a lot. Yeah. So, 
it's just trying to figure out how to how I can um, better manage things and and get the gym to a point where you know it makes sense revenue wise. It makes sense for my coaches, for you know, um, for my family um, to you know keep going beyond the next two years. Which, like I said, I I don't know um, what that looks like. I just know like I need some substantial, and I, and I feel like it's not even substantial growth, right? I'm I'm close to the number that I feel like is, is a good number. Right. Um, so it's just like, I just need to, I don't know. I need to figure out, all right, let me do this to do, to get to this next step. Right. Um, so, um, but yeah, I, yeah. Perfect world though. I will be doing this full time. Um, training sports athletes, teams, sports teams, you know, when we're not doing carceral classes and we're also offering additional fitness options. Right. Um, and so that, that's, in my ideal world, that's that's where I would want to be at, you know, when this um, in 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 a year or so, right? Um, I love it. I love it. I think it's definitely definitely doable. I think you have the the model in place to do it. You know, in that three years left in a lease, that puts you at, at that ten year ownership number, which is yeah. a big deal too, man. Yeah. You guys have a big you have a big celebration party. You know, you have to have you have yeah. to have that because that is no small feat in itself. So, uh, dude, I love it, man. Tyrone, I think that's a great place to wrap it up, man. Where can we find you? Uh, the listeners find you on social media, your website, all that good stuff. Um, my the gym site is gym IG is a uh, CrossFit at CrossFit Lacertis. Um, my personal Instagram is uh, YP Ruck, um, and uh, the website is CrossFitLacertis.com. Um, if you guys are in the Mechanicsville slash Richmond area. You can drop in, um, shoot me a note on IG or shoot us an email, um, and uh, we'll be we'll be happy to have you. So awesome, yeah! Please drop in, guys, if you're in the area. And uh, Tyrone, thanks so much for coming on today, man. I really do appreciate it. Yep, thank you, Austin. Awesome, dude, you got it. Everyone who tuned in, we appreciate you as well. Please hit like and subscribe. Be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Gym Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is the one and only Xavier with Tiger Boxing and Fitness out of Texas. What's going on, Xavier? How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing today also? Always good, man. It's Friday. Having a great day, man. <laughs> and ready to get you on here. Um, and before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you guys have going on at Tiger Fitness and Boxing, um, you know, 
why don't you tell us a little bit about how you describe the business to people and what made you guys get started in the first place? Well, uh, honestly, me because uh, of boxing, uh, I was doing it and I gave my father the idea to open it and also to grow, uh, to grow it into a business. Yeah. Because nobody in our market offered that in the small town of Clarksville, Texas. And uh, we we started we started when I was uh, in fifteen years old, uh, fifteen years old uh, in the in the gym industry. Wow, yeah, it's a lot of years, man. And I think um, obviously knowing that there's not a lot of competition in the market is super important because at least at that point you could start it up and, and not really have to worry about, you know, who's next door and who's down the street. Um, and so to dive a little bit deeper here, Xavier, into the business, you know, how, how many members are you guys at currently? Uh, still the same, about 500. Awesome. Awesome. And so, you know, if I was, you know, I'll use myself as an example. I now, if I came into the gym and I'm like, Listen, Xavier, I'm ready to rock, man. Let's do it. Um, what would I have to pay to then get started? Uh, we have like uh, we have like six different plans. So, uh, you, do you want to know the process? Yeah, sure. So, at sign up for the single membership with uh, uh, month to month, it's sixty at sign up, and then thirty five a month. And then the couple plan, uh, at sign up is seventy four, and then forty nine a month, and that's a six month contract. And then the family one we have is not at sign up it's ninety, and it's up to for four people in a family, and then sixty five, and that's a six month contract. And then a, day, a daily pass for one day is $8. And then uh, for just boxing, boxing including fitness, 79 a month. Nice. Nice, yeah. I love the versatility. I love that you guys offer so many different plans for anybody. And I feel like that serves you guys really well. Obviously, if you're going to have different backgrounds of different people, you know, with different financial uh, issues or financial positions. So that's great stuff there, Xavier. And so, you know, for you guys, I mean, you guys have a lot of members, but, you know, what has been the best method to finding new clients? Well, what's worked well for you guys? Well, um, what was helped uh, too is our Facebook page uh, that people know about it. And also, too, I know a lot of people in my town, too, that's helped us get a, a lot of members. Since us being the only gym around, uh, we're able to keep them here instead of going down the road where it's 30 miles, a town named Paris, Texas, where there's six gyms. And, and right here is, uh, I get them, I talk to them and I explain the process and then, uh, and then I, I tell them, and then they they prefer to do it, stay here where it's closer also, 
instead of going down the road. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that's a big reason, right? We're positioning in, in location. Um, and so, you know, I mean, being at 500 clients, right. And 500 members, I'm sorry. Um, that's being, that's a, that's a high number there. If, traffic and leads and, and and new clients you know were unlimited hypothetically speaking here how much higher can you guys go like you guys are at 500 what's the max uh we 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 found ways to get revenue in here also which uh i have connections with doctors in my local town that's helped us and then uh Health department down the road too that we're a partnership with. Uh, uh, they buy us memberships too for people, for people who who want to work out from ages eight, 18 all the way to up. And uh, and it's also for elderly too, who are on a fixed income or don't have the money. And uh, we also have. Another partnership with with a a physical therapy clinic, also that yeah. helped us. Yeah, a hundred percent, Xavier. And so now, I guess to ask again, so how many more clients do you guys think you can bring on, or how many members can you bring on, plus like what you have already on? So could you guys get as high as a thousand, six hundred? How much higher do you think you guys can get? I think at least uh, a little bit more, I would say, because not just that, uh, we have another, uh, there's another lady that I know too that sells uh, Herbalife and she's trying to partner up with us, which that could definitely, definitely help us on our membership growth. Yeah, 100%. I think the more traffic you can get from any method is definitely going to be the best option. And I mean, who knows how much higher you guys can get. Um. And so now, yeah, I'm sorry, Joe, I don't know if you're going to say something. No, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to ask you, a little, it's a little bit of a, of a longer question here, but I think it's definitely a good question where, you know, you kind of be able to self-reflect and, and give yourself your own judgment here and almost interview yourself in a sense. So in the fitness and gym industry, there's about three pillars of business we use pretty simply. And that first one is going to be your lead generation which is your marketing. So getting people to be interested in your service, your client acquisition, which is your sales. So acquiring the client after them being interested. And then your last one is retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. Um, of those three pillars, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Mainly the, I would say mainly the, the adults. Because yeah. the the youth that I some of the youth who come and work out, they find it when they walk in interesting that the boxing part. And uh, I also sell uh, my I also sell my brother's fitness brand, and they they're very interested in those hoodies go by like crazy because they like the logo and the colors. And most of my I found my niche I found my niche are ready what the youngsters like, which is the hoodies. And uh, and uh, they like the fabric too, because, because uh, it's made soft and it keeps you warm in the wintertime, which basically the one I'm wearing and yeah. I'll get up to to show you what it is. 
Nice, man. Wow. That is a nice sweater. It's a, it's a sweat. Uh, it's actually a hoodie, but uh, it's a good kind, too. And uh, we have it in this color, which is light blue, purple, black, red, and white. Nice. Yeah, totally. So, you know, I guess, and so, and then that sense, that would be a technically be a sentient that you guys are doing good at. So, but for getting new clients, right, your lead generation, do you guys use any social media or anything along those lines to bring clients in? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and, and obviously I know you mentioned the word about too. So, okay. And to move on here to, um, Xavier. So for you guys and Tiger, uh, Tiger Boxing and Fitness, what's the, what's the future look like? What do you guys want to accomplish? You know, what's the bigger goal? Well, um, to get the new goal is to get, uh, uh, new machines eventually. But since we're small town, we're just trying to take our time. Right. And then, uh, there's one room that I did clear out that could be used for something else that could help bring members back to, which, which I'm going to turn that into a tannin bed to have a second one. Nice. That could help. And then I got another one, another big room that, that is a vault that, because this building used to be a bank a long time ago. Oh, wow. And this one right here, I did clear this, vault too that's a little bit bigger than this room that can be a a, a pump a weight room actually to pump more iron for people who are, who are interested in it awesome man awesome and so you know um as the owner of the gym here you know what is something that you feel like in the beginning you wish you knew that would have made a bigger difference when you started, if that makes sense. So, um, you know, are, are you, uh, do you have a partner or is it just, just you? It's my, it's my dad, but uh, I, I run it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And, and so is there anything that you feel like would make the biggest difference um, from when you first started till now, like one piece of advice that you would have given yourself when you first started? When I first started, I wish that I could have done my research more, that I, I could have done my research more and things like that to do more about the industry, how difficult it was to get into it. Because in my experience, I didn't, I didn't know as until I got a little bit older that it's a slow returning income in the gym industry. Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. So I think, honestly, Xavier, I think that's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out here, Xavier, please shout out your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything you have. Where can people find out about more about you and the gym? Uh, at Tiger Boxing and Fitness uh, website on the Facebook page. And that that's about it. And what I was going to ask, too, uh, it's probably another interesting question, too, that I'm about to say. I have a couple, I have seven fitness certifications under me, and the best ones, fitness certifications, 
if anybody wanted to do them, it's ISSA, the International Sports Science Association. Awesome. Yeah, I say I was actually certified by ISSA as well. So look, we, I appreciate your time here, Xavier. Uh, I appreciate your contribution to the podcast and we look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you're interested about talking about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will touch you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.